Is it just me or is this like the weirdest job market in history? I mean, there are so many jobs available, millions of jobs available, and many people can't seem to get a job. Like, I can't tell you the endless stories I'm hearing of people just applying to hundreds of jobs and not even getting an interview. And then you start to look about all the layoffs that are occurring. And it's just it's just so odd. Like, why? There definitely are more job openings, at least posted, than there are people to fill them. And there can't be that many unqualified people. So what in the world is going on? We're going to break down what is going on in the job market and maybe ask some questions of why are things are the way they are. But most importantly, four career strategies that maybe you can implement that can help you in this situation if you are looking for a job or looking to get a different one. All that coming up next. You found the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast, where we talk about all things leadership because leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are. So we help to make you a better leader, help keep your sanity, and make your team better so you make more money. So every week we talk about a different topic that helps you do all those things. So hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Tell all your colleagues and friends, and let's get a discussion going on how we can grow together as better leaders. Welcome back to Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. So good to be with you again. And this job market is just so weird. Like there are so many openings, so many different things, so many things going on, and yet a zillion stories of people who can't even get an interview after applying for hundreds and hundreds of jobs. Is is all of this like really real? Like how things are reported? Are there, there this many job openings? I mean, I got some questions when I start seeing some things. So you know, right off the bat, let's talk about according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, 1.6 million people laid off or discharged just in December. And um, I'm guessing way more laid off than fired. This report combines both um, people let go and so on. And 1.5 million of those were private professionals. Uh, business services was was probably the biggest hit at 393,000. Again, this is just the month of December. But want to take a guess at the lowest category let go? Yeah, federal employees at only 8,000. And then they divided up all of these, all this data into four quadrants of the country. And what's interesting is the South was, was either laid off or people released, however you want to look at it, uh, twice the rate as the other four quadrants of the country. So that is really crazy. But just in the past week or so, so this is like super early February of 2024. So if you're listening to this in the future, here's what's going on right now. But in the past week, UPS, 12,000 layoffs. American Airlines, 656 layoffs. And they said they're all in customer service roles. Now, yeah, we know, uh, you know, when it comes to the airlines and customer service, uh, they, they do great at it, right? Most of them don't. But it'll be interesting to see what they're doing there. Other companies, Levi Strauss, 10 to 15%. CVS, 5,000. UBS took over Credit Suisse. So now 35,000 Credit Suisse people across the country, or globally, I should say, not across the country, are going to lose their jobs in reorganization. Walt Disney, 2,500. And then another 4K coming. Morgan Stanley, 3,000. Ernst & Young, 3,000. Deloitte, 1,200. David's Bridal went out of business, so that's 9,000. Uh, Accenture, 19,000. And that actually sent, when Accenture did that, sent their stock up 6.4% because investors, all investors want to know is, hey, is what I'm investing in going to be profitable? And companies who cut labor 
and become more profitable. Amazon, 9,000. Meta, 10,000. I mean, we could go on for a very long time. But also, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, there were 9 million job openings as of December. That's what they're saying, 9 million. Yet, the average time it takes people to find a job, if they are like actually just, whether they're unemployed or, or they're just switching jobs, whatever, they start the process of, you know, dusting off that resume and applying to wherever is 22 weeks. That's almost, it might as well just call it half a year just to find another position. And so what's with all the job posts? You do see endless jobs posts. Like you go on Monster, LinkedIn, Indeed, wherever, go all over the place. You see them everywhere. And what I think is interesting and some things that I started looking at is there's jobs posted and reposted and promoted. What that means is, you know, a company is spending extra money to promote a job opening. But then like, and I know you can do this on LinkedIn. You can look in the upper right-hand corner of a job post and it'll at least tell you how many people from LinkedIn applied for that job, right? So you're looking at one post and it'll say over a hundred applicants, but then you'll say it's reposted. And it's like, really out of a hundred or hundreds of people, you couldn't find one person. You know, when you think about things like, like what Simon Sinek says, you know, you, you hire for, for character and behavior and things like that. And you teach them skills later. Well, I, I, you know, I totally agree with that. If you're building a great EQ type business of people, but the, the reality is that's not how business operates. P people want people they know and people who have the expertise to just jump in and start doing everything. That's what they're looking for, not really to train people. But, but anyway, getting back to this, you know, you looked on LinkedIn, you see how many people have applied and it's reposted. And it's like, well, why? I mean, companies get overwhelmed with applications to the hundreds, in some cases to the thousands per job opening. Your resume will be filtered through some kind of software long before a human ever looks at it. Almost all resumes will get rejected. And there are tons of things out there if you've done some scrolling, even in TikTok, Instagram, there's all kinds of people out there. Let me show you how to do the resume and all that. And I have no doubt there are better versions than others and things like that. But the big thing is, is all these companies have switched to some kind of digital filtering to, to weed out resumes they don't want for whatever reason. And, you know, the thing is, hiring managers are under enormous pressure to not bring in people that are going to not be effective. So you have this there's a battle of resumes and that's not going to get you in the door. In fact, most studies show only one to 3% of people who are hired were hired just because they sent in a resume out of the blue. Nobody knew them and they were able to secure an interview. And for those folks, you know, the two most frustrating things about your job hunting is, you know, your experience and success blows away any of the job requirements. Like you, you, you go through the list of them and you're like, I, I not, I don't just know this stuff. I've done it. I've succeeded at it. I've blown away goals and all those things, but still you put that on paper and you can't even get an interview. You can't even get to talk to somebody and say, let me show you what I'm capable of, what I have done actually. And you can't even get there. And the second issue is the longer this goes on for the applicants, the longer you're unemployed or, or in a job you can't stand, you just got to get out of it and all that. And you keep putting yourself out there. You start questioning your self-worth, especially being unemployed. 
you know, then it's, you know, there's a, a part of desperation in there, but doesn't anybody want me on their team? And you say, no, look at all this stuff I've done, all the stuff I'm good at. How can people not want me here after I, you know, demonstrated that I can do what they're asking? And that really starts to weigh on you. And when you're anxious and scared, it's very hard to tell yourself this is just a process and it's really not personal. And that's, but that's how you take it. It's like, how can you not take it personally? But like I said before, your resume is probably not seeing human eyes yet. And it's, and it's pretty rare if you're just applying out of the blue. So, you know, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to learn? What are you willing to accept in this whole process of trying to get somewhere, trying to get hired? So when you think about some hiring myths, it, it isn't really personal. You know, there's nobody, you, you feel like the whole world is against you and nobody wants you. But again, you know, there's this filter process and these managers aren't really seeing things up front yet. And increasing applying volume is, is like a numbers game, but it's also the definition of insanity, you know, doing the same thing over and over and expecting something else to happen. So if you're applying to multiple places and not getting anywhere, doing more of that probably isn't going to yield better results. And remember old, older movie scenes on, you'd see a whole waiting room full of people and they're all going to be interviewed one after the other. And, uh, you know, the hiring manager's like, oh my God, I got to talk to all these people. Th that's just not how things are, are handled anymore. Companies are using different ways through technology to get that group as small as possible. And now if you're not, totally dejected and want to stop losing your mind, let's look at what you should be putting your energy into, not just quote unquote job seeking. And, and a, a little bit later on, we'll get into, um, you know, four things you can really do to, to help yourself move along. But I really want you to sit with this for just a second and think about that it's a process. And I know I, I get it. It's so hard to understand, not to understand it, but to believe it because you are anxious to move along and get a different job and do different things. I get it. But you really have to understand there's a process to this and there's some certain things you can do in order to make this happen. And one of the number one things, and I talk about this in the, the five disciplines of growth, success, the five dogs. And number five is community. And the fact of the matter is that old saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. There really is nothing more powerful than that. And so often when people get in a role or get in a career, even with a company they've been with for a while, they get really comfortable with that. And rightfully so, I get it. It's one less stress you have to worry about it, or maybe you're just not an extrovert and don't really care about connecting. But to really do yourself a favor and really start building a community of people kind of like you, make that part of your professional persona. In other words, when you're thinking about making a transition or need to, as companies lay off, who, who knows you? you know, whether or not you like it, you have a personal brand, right? Everybody's got one. We, we never used to call it that. And of course, certainly there are whole companies now that that's all they do is help people become a brand and be an influencer and all that. And I'm not even talking about getting on that super high level. I'm talking about just day in and day out. People who know you, know you. They know how you are, how you think, how you react. 
and it's really a brand if you think about it. And when you, you think about within your own company that you work for, you have a brand. You have superiors that look down and look at everybody and already in their brain have a sense of who's who and what they're like and all of that. So you really have to start considering that, that, that nobody um, is not replaceable. And if something were to happen to you, you would be replaced pretty darn quick, a lot quicker than you think. And you really have to start thinking about what is your personal brand and how are you connecting with other people? And I'm not just talking about social media. I'm talking about just in your profession. If you're in a LinkedIn group, if you're in meetup groups, if you belong to things like, for example, like here in Nashville, if you wanted to be get the entrepreneurial space, there's a place called the Nashville Entrepreneurial Center. Just amazing things they do. Chamber of Commerce, going to industry functions, things like that, where you are are known and you're communicating. I'm not talking about selling yourself all the time. I'm talking about just being a part of a community and providing value and back and forth. Um, and, and, and a lot of companies actually don't like that because they're afraid you're going to get recruited by somebody. But as as much as you like to work for who you work for or or need it or whatever you want to call it, um, you should have that that those connections, that ability to be to be recruited by other people, be known by other people. And that is something you really have to do is build your community because so many people think nothing's ever going to happen to them and quite a few people, nothing will. But that's what you really have to do. The second thing you can do is really start targeting hiring managers. But let me caution you on this for a second. You know, that's kind of the gatekeeper to a lot of companies to try to get in, and that's fine. But remember, they don't know you either. So bombarding them with your resume and all that, it's no different than you get a LinkedIn request and you you click on it. And the very first thing is they're trying to sell you something and you immediately reject it. This is a long-term process. This is, you know, putting yourself out there again as a value, not as a, a sale, if you will. There's a difference of people like uh, getting, letting them get to know you. So when they do have something that comes up that they, they say, Hey, you know, I, I know this one person, um, like you're building a rapport and that takes time, but not as much time as you think in really three to six months, you can really make some inroads with people and show them who you are and all of that. And then when you've done that for a number of, of weeks or months, and then something comes up, you can say, Hey man, I saw this this opportunity your company has. Who, who's a good person to talk to about this opportunity and things like that? And, and I know this is kind of dovetailing on the first thing you should do about networking, but this is kind of specific to a group of people and you show them their value so you can kind of flip the script and they're kind of thinking for you for a position more than you begging them for a position. So target hiring managers, but don't, like just immediately start selling yourself because they're not, they've, they've seen it all, heard all, all of that. And you definitely don't want to shoot yourself in the foot with that. And the third thing is less is more be strategic. So we were talking about earlier, just, Oh, if I just carpet bomb the job boards and just apply for just about everything. Now, obviously things that is in your skill set and things you've done, but even with that, you can apply for just a ton of stuff and not hear from anybody where if you are a little bit more strategic about 
what and who you are applying to rather than spending day after day applying to tons of jobs, never getting anywhere and wasting a lot of money and time and things like that. And you think about tailoring your resume to specific roles with no fluff, but I mean, really straight to the point stuff on what they're doing, because you got to realize, again, they're using software to filter things out. And if you have one resume and send it to everything, it's it's going to catch that and, and delete it. And they're never going to, they're never even going to see it. No human's going to see it. And you're going to think, how can they not want, well, if a human hadn't seen it on their end, it's not about they have they don't want you or don't need you. It's about they just don't know you. They haven't seen it. And you want to be a lot more specific, tailoring your resume to specific roles, no fluff. Be clear in what you've actually done and what you're good at, what you've succeeded at. But be more strategic on, on that particular role they're asking for. Also, same thing on the company search. Like, who do you want to work for? I know you might, like I said, if you're not employed, you're, you're going to get kind of desperate and think, well, I just need a job. And I get that. But think about who do you want to work for? Because you can do both. In other words, you can apply to a lot of different places, but also at the same time for the places you really, really do want to work, spend a lot more time getting to know people who work there if you can, obviously, but but targeting certain companies because you want to work for that company of, of things you've heard and, and things like that. You really want to spend more time doing that. It's not, you, you're going to feel at first like you're really wasting a lot of time. And the fact that you put more effort into it, that if you get rejected, it feels even worse. And that might be true, but you will eventually lock on to something. Something will happen or you'll just make that connection. Like maybe you don't wind up working there, but later you do like a year from now that some other opportunity comes up and they remember how professional you were about the first time you tried to contact somebody. So you got to think in those terms. Those three things are just nothing more powerful than that because the fact of the matter is so much of this job market doesn't make any sense of how can there be this many openings, this many qualified people, and just endless stories of people saying, I can't even get an interview after hundreds of, of applications. It makes no sense. And it makes you wonder, are companies just putting you know, job posts out there just to say they have jobs available, which doesn't really make sense. But if that's the case, why does it take them forever to find one person to do it or whatever, it is, whatever role they're trying to fill? And I get it if it's like something like super duper specific, you know, in, in a medical field or something like that. But, but, you know, when you think about somebody running accounting or somebody in, in training and leadership and things like that, that should be pretty easy to fill with that many applicants. But there's just stuff that just doesn't make sense here. And those three things where you are really spending more time networking, more time building your community, more time specifically targeting things, the better. But there's one last option that you may want to consider. And it's it's about you. Like maybe it's time to start your own thing as an entrepreneur. More entrepreneurs are always created in bad economic times on mass scale. And maybe this is a bad economic time for you. And what skills do you have that you can easily just create an LLC and go, go start doing something, even on a super small scale and build it up? 
but what what abilities do you have that you can turn that around and kind of create that into a marketable business? But you're saying, but wait, if there's actually 9 million job openings, how can this be a bad time? Well, you know what? Maybe it's not a bad time across the board. It just might be a bad time for you. And here's the good news. It's never been easier to start your own thing or to sell your own products online or freelance, just all these different things. And so many companies laying people off. Sometimes a good option is to be a 1099 person. I remember one time, uh, not one time, my dad retired once from a company, but they still needed people to do what he was doing, right? And, but he didn't want to work full time and all of that. And I said, but he did still want to earn some extra money. And I said, well, why don't you tell them you'll kind of be an on-call type person, be a 1099, so they're not paying benefits and all that and vacation time and all that. But just, hey, if something happens, they can have him come in, work on that problem and just be done with it. And that's what he would do. And that's a great option. But whatever you decide, do something. It is only through you doing that you're going to make connections. You're going to discover unknown opportunities and maybe learn something about yourself that you didn't even know. There's so many things going on out there, so many different options, and you got to get yourself out there in the mix. So as things maybe aren't going the way you want, there's so many ways to make your own way, if you will. And you got to start doing that. But I would love to hear everybody's feedback on what is going on with this job market. You know, whether you you make comments in in the show notes and things like that, but um, you know, hit me up on LinkedIn, my information's in the show notes, but there is just something going on with this job market that just does not make sense. And it should not be this hard for people to find employment when it's allegedly everywhere. So I, I don't understand why it's like that or what's going on, but these four things are things you can do to really kind of keep your sanity and and really move yourself forward one way or another until that right opportunity does eventually come along. Because while it's true, the opportunities seem to be endless. So you put yourself out there. The reality is your next success is really waiting for you to arrive. So what did we learn today? How did you grow just a little bit? Or more importantly, how can you help someone else grow? That's the whole point of Leadership Lifestyle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your colleagues and friends and neighbors all about the show. Give us comments, feedback, things like that. We will grow together and we will see you next week on the Leadership Lifestyle Podcast.